0: When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4 slash huff, that's the number 4, Patriots with an S.com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Hoff. All right, so we've got New Hampshire in the books now, apparently. New Hampshire's now apparently called for Bernie Sanders, though I don't completely... Look, I understand in part, but I also don't understand in part, because when you look at the number of delegates that have been awarded... The number of delegates that will be awarded from New Hampshire, Bernie and Buttigieg, excuse me, Boot Edge Edge, walk away with the same number, the same number of delegates. Which uh, last night I had to look here. There were 24 delegates. I think they both walk away with nine. Was that what the total was? I think Klobuchar walk away with it was six out of the 24. Biden gets zero delegates. Elizabeth Warren gets zero, count them, zero delegates. My cousin Liz, here in the state of New Hampshire, bordering her state of Massachusetts, gets zero delegates. You think about that. You think about that, the people that, uh, candidly at this point, probably know her best right because of uh, you probably heard that the boston market not the restaurant but the market for television news actually extends into southern new hampshire those folks did not vote for elizabeth warren probably put off uh well i don't know if they're put off by her socialism because they like bernie sanders but they definitely like her uh, don't like her pretending to be Native American uh, American, and that sort of thing. So anyway, we'll talk about this this morning. New Hampshire, the state of Democratic uh, primary. Moving on to South Carolina. We'll talk about all these things, people dropping out of the race, money, funding. I see Bernie up here in front of his crowd in Manchester last night announcing his victory. So we'll talk about these things as the program unfolds. Email, by the way, should you want to connect with me with your questions, thoughts, comments, opinions, adoration, and praise. I joke, but you can say nice things as well. You don't have to. Say what you want to say. Chances that I respond might be directly related to the content in emails. (laughs) So make sure you make it count. Todd at ToddOfShow.com Facebook, dot com slash Todd Huff show if you want to watch the program live or on demand so long as Facebook allows that. So the numbers are in. The numbers are in I'm looking right now on the Fox News channel. It's got the little check mark next to Bernie's picture. Sanders wins Sanders wins New Hampshire. And it's important obviously to win a state right i mean congratulations i guess congratulations it's just it's terrifying terrifying to think that people would be prepared to vote for an open socialist but nonetheless um that is what they've done in new hampshire but it's also important to note that when he walks away from uh, from this new hampshire primary which of course borders his state his uh, state is just to the west of New Hampshire, so he had, a obviously, a positive impact from that, a positive—folks uh, up there love Bernie Sanders, at least 20-some percent of them do. So he walks away with the victory, but doesn't walk away with the most electoral votes. In fact, you may not know this this morning, Pete Booed Edge Edge— Still has the most, a lot not electoral votes. These are delegates. If I said electoral votes, uh, forgive me. Those are the general election. The delegates are what actually win someone the primary. So the delegates are now in favor of Pete Buttigieg, twenty-two to twenty-one. He won Iowa by a very very slim margin. He received one more. one more uh, delegate in Iowa than than Bernie Sanders winning thirteen. Buttigieg won nine last night in New Hampshire along with Bernie, so that puts him at twenty two. Bernie won twelve in Iowa, nine last night. Even though he still won the overall popular vote of uh, those registered Democrats or those those folks who voted Democrat last night in New Hampshire or yesterday in New Hampshire, giving him twenty one delegates. And now Amy Klobuchar gets 6, so you still got Biden and Warren that have uh, some delegates from from Iowa as well. So you could say Bernie is the front runner, but that's only th- this whole process, this this nomination process can be a pretty fascinating situation because um if you look at just the layout, if you look at polling for whatever you think polling is is worth here. If you look at polling as you head into other states, I mean the entire perspective of these races could change if certain states had voted had voted first. For example, next we head to the state of Nevada, or as Trump would tell me, Nevada, the state of Nevada. Um, polling there shows that Bernie Sanders is currently leading. Joe Biden, a change that's happened here in the past, I don't know, month or so after the first of the year. There was one point when Joe Biden, late, uh, sometime in the middle of 2019, was uh, was up 15, 20 points on people, on everyone else. That is, that is closed. That gap is closed. In fact, he's in free fall in the state of Nevada, as well, talking about Joe Biden. So that's the next. It's also a caucus. Remember the difference between a caucus and a primary. Caucus, you don't go into. Uh, caucus is when you actually gather. You know, the Iowa caucus. You 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 gather. It's more of a public affair, and you uh, you you go towards the uh, you know, with the people that support your candidate versus having a private ballot cast in a, in a primary vote much like well almost exactly like the general the general election so that's a different factor and there's a different uh you know that that could impact people differently than just say a uh, a regular vote could but in the state of nevada right now recent polling shows that biden and sanders are neck and neck if you take the, if you take an average of polling, you'll find that Sanders is about five points up currently, but Biden is in second. Biden's in second. Elizabeth Warren's in third. She's doing better in Nevada than she's doing in a state that neighbors her, her state of Massachusetts, which was not New Hampshire. Buttigieg is in fourth, and Bloomberg. Bloomberg, who's still not even officially on a ballot until Super Tuesday, comes in fifth. Klobuchar, who we're told is now really the the winner last night because she's come out of nowhere to finish third, coming in with about twenty percent of the of the vote last night, or yesterday in New Hampshire. She's in third place, but in Nevada She's actually in seventh place. So Biden finishes fifth yesterday. Fifth. You think this is absolutely inexcusable for a campaign. This is pathetic. It really is. It's pathetic. It's uninspiring. He heads to South Carolina. You knew that it was going to be bad when he announced that he wasn't even going to stick around yesterday. The day that votes were cast. He wasn't even going to attend his own victory celebration later that night says i'm going to south carolina because that's the state (laughs) that's the state i guess that that matters um he thinks that he can actually win that state so there's a lot of things yet to to develop here i actually think and the biden free fall is really really bad news for the biden campaign there's no doubt about that but i think the bigger loser even than biden last night was probably elizabeth warren you know, she's in a predicament now where Sanders is the clear front runner amongst the socialist wing, the radical left wing of the Democrat Party. She can't even win, she can't even finish second or third uh, in a neighboring state. So she she's basically losing all this momentum. Sanders is clearly the front runner on the socialist side. We'll see what happens when some of these other folks begin to drop out with the establishment side. Biden, Edge, Bloomberg, Klobuchar, Steyer, if you will. We'll see what happens and who comes to the front of the line on that, particular, um, on that particular side of the party. But bad news, really bad news for Elizabeth Warren. Bad, bad news for Biden. I don't want to say that it's not. I just happen to think that he has a better chance maybe elsewhere than Warren does. Um, And Warren right now has got to find a way to beat Bernie Sanders or she's not even going to have a chance to go toe-to-toe with the establishment side of the party. So, you know, this could get a little bit more interesting as we get into Nevada. This will get more intense when, when candidates are on the ropes. Sometimes that's when they say the craziest and uh, most vile and offensive things and Elizabeth Warren's shown that she has a proclivity to do such uh, such things as that so it might get intense between Bernie and Elizabeth who knows my cousin Liz I should say so but Sanders technically wins but he's still in second place in the overall delegate count after New Hampshire last night so That's kind of a quick laydown of where we are. Next, we go to Nevada, which is Saturday, February 22nd. After that, to South Carolina for a primary. Nevada's a caucus. Primary in South Carolina, February 29th. And then the big day, Super Tuesday, when many, many states and many, many delegates are up for grabs uh, that particular day. So we'll talk about this. I also want to share with you as the program comes together here. I want to share with you something I came across on MSNBC. Now, it's a a longer clip, but I want you to hear it. I want you to hear how the radical left is defending itself, if you will, uh, trying to encourage itself as they watch this debacle unfold before their eyes. Again, this is day number, what are we on? Day number 10 of a Democrat Party in crisis. The winner, the so called winner last night, gets the same number of delegates as the second place finisher. And the so called winner still is in second place. The front runner, supposedly Joe Biden's in free fall, finishing fifth. Unbelievable. Fifth last night. Elizabeth Warren in a neighboring state of Massachusetts cannot even finish in the top three as well. Amy Klobuchar comes to the front of the pack, but it it seems as of right now she's uh, not doing well really anywhere else. So a lot of politics left to be played here. But this is, you know, folks are, I guess, I don't know, gathering or kind of uh, drawing in, drawing support around Sanders and Buttigieg. But there's also no clear... Uh, no clear front runner at this particular juncture. I guess you could say it's Bernie, but at the same time, he's in second place, and Buttigieg has done very well in the sense of uh, we're within a fraction of a percentage point or so in, in both of these states, Iowa and New Hampshire. So lots of questions to be answered as we go about this process but i've got to take a break oz is telling me it is time to take a break and she would be correct so let's do that you're listening to the home of conservative not better talk sit tight be back here in just a minute When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com/huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely. And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. Welcome back. So I want to play get this thing queued up here. Actually, I'm going to talk as I do this. I've got too many things pulled up before my my eyes this morning. Um but again, this let, okay, let me let me go to a couple of other things. I, I I'll play this clip a little bit a little bit later. talking last night uh talking with my with my wife as we were watching the I guess the initial returns of this thing coming in in Iowa coming in for Iowa. By the way, Andrew Yang dropped – excuse me, New Hampshire. That's right, Oz, New Hampshire, watching the returns. And uh, Andrew Yang, of course, has done the math. He wears that pin that tells us he knows how to do math. And he's done the math and realized there's no path to him winning the nomination. And he's dropped out of the race. Now, math is a novel concept. I will, I will say this for the radical left. Um, They seem to not understand the cost, the consequences of said cost, who's paying for the cost. It's just somebody else. Someone else was paying for it, somebody who's got so much money they won't even miss it. That's how the radical left looks at this. That's why they demonize millionaires and billionaires and all this kind of stuff, pitting groups of people against one another. Anyway, but he drops out yesterday after doing – the math and he's right I mean he can't he can't win this but you know there's questions that he knew this before I I don't know I try to be I try to be fair to folks I mean I think I think folks uh, sometimes buy into the I don't know the the story or the uh, some of the positive feedback they get from folks oh yeah you can do this let's do this and you know they get blinded by hope or whatever Hope's not a bad thing. I just mean hope without any sort of dealings, uh, basis in reality. So I mean in one sense, this was a a foregone conclusion from the beginning, that he wasn't going to be the nominee, and there's others currently running that also uh, haven't done the math or don't know how to do the math or need someone to help them. They need some more fingers and toes or something there to count uh but they don't have a chance really either at this nomination but in another sense there's several folks who could still end up with this nomination depending upon how things turn out especially in the next uh the next three primaries and caucuses so but you know you wonder why some of these folks I got a message actually on Facebook a little bit ago asking about you know being able to make money running for president and that's unfortunately um, I think where some folks look at it as a money-making opportunity, a brand, you know, build my brand. I don't want to say that with any particular person. I it, you don't you don't always know. Sometimes you have a pretty good hunch. And I'm not suggesting or whatever with Andrew Yang. I'm just these folks knew this from the beginning um that this nomination was going to be difficult especially for certain certain folks who had no no real chance from the beginning, but Andrew Yang, Andrew Yang's dropped out of the race. Michael Bennett also dropped out. Some of you might be wondering when I uh, just just said that. You might be asking yourselves, is Todd making up candidates' names at this point? You <laughs> you may not remember that Michael Bennett was even in this race. He's dropped out, but that uh, that is true. It's not a candidate that I've made up. Not like uh, Mitt Romney's. What was his? Uh, Pierre Delecto, his Twitter alter ego or whatever that was. We're not making up candidates on this show. Michael Bennett actually, actually dropped out last night as well, Michael Bennett and Andrew Yang. But as we're watching these returns last night, my, my wife looks at me and she says, what in the world are people – I'm paraphrasing here – but what in the world are people thinking that like Bernie? I don't understand this appeal. I don't get this. I and I, and I said, look, um, I said I think you're overthinking it. And she didn't buy it at first. She said, "What do you What do you mean? Because everything is free." I said, "Yes, yes, it's that simple. Everything is free. So you have you have this. I, I don't want to say just the generation because we have." fact i heard i got a review on um what is it apple podcast which you know what if you're a listener of this program um that helps us that helps this program reach more people if you leave a leave a review share what you what you honestly think about the program i guess if it's a bad thought keep that to yourself but if it's a good one put it on apple <laughs> on apple review uh, on the podcast You you can do that whenever you access your podcast but anyway she uh you know, she my wife said that she doesn't get the appeal of Bernie. And, and and in a sense, I completely agree with her because this is not dealing this is not reality. This is not the way that life works. This is not the way reality works. This is uh this is dreaming. This is ignoring history. This is ignoring philosophical truths. This is ignor this is ignoring and, and refusing to recognize actual uh human nature socialism is not a good thing it's not feasible it's not uh, it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't cause people to be productive it causes people as it's been said in the past to be equal only in their own misery and so on the one sense, I completely agree with her, because this is not this is not appealing, but we have not just a generation I don't want to put this on on the millennials, although there are a lot of millennials who relate to this there's also other folks who like the idea that no one is responsible for anything they're not responsible for their own circumstances look, and we all start at different points right, and they're there are things that, that happen to individuals that are outside of their control. Absolutely. This is, this is all true. But we also have a, a an obvious role in our own life and circumstances. But some people like this idea that someone else is responsible. I said on this program before that one of the things that the radical left teaches us, that's absolutely wrong, but yet they teach us nonetheless. They teach us that... Everyone is responsible for everyone else, but no one is responsible for himself. So in other words, if somebody goes and does some egregious crime today, God forbid, um, somebody in society at large is at fault, right? You see this sometimes with, with gun crimes. We have some, some lunatic that commits an atrocious wicked evil act with a firearm. Suddenly, all gun owners are responsible, right? Right? not the guy, not the guy that's back there pulling the trigger. No, no, no. That's everyone's responsible. But yet at the same time, at the same time, we want to excuse the individual from the in, you know that individual's choices. I know you don't want to do this. I'm talking about one of the problems with modern day liberalism. But it's appealing to people, right? It's appealing this idea that Whatever my circumstances are, I'm not responsible. Someone else is really responsible. Therefore, someone else should pay for my to fix my problems because that's all I need. People think, you know, the amount of thing, maybe we should talk about the lessons of failure because I know that nobody wants to go through failure, struggle, and difficulty. I can tell you, I've been through, I've been through some things that, um, and you probably have as well, but struggle, difficulty, even failure. But I tell you, the lessons that you learn from failure, the lessons you learn from struggle, the lessons you learn from having to fight through something are so much worth it in the long run. We can't deprive ourselves of those lessons, those true life lessons, those things that build our character, those things that help us in ways that We can't even necessarily comprehend at the moment. But those things are built through failure and struggle and difficulty, sometimes anguish. And if we demand someone else bail us out when we're going through this struggle, we really deprive ourselves many times of of the lesson. I'm not saying no one should get a helping hand and there's not a time to lend assistance. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I am saying that if if we insulate ourselves from... From the failures of life, we really, we really tell, tell ourselves that life, we don't really want the, the, the education. We just want, we, would, we just want a peaceful existence. We don't really want to learn and improve and build character and all that sort of stuff. And socialism says, nah, none of that's necessary. Somebody else's problem, someone else's responsibility, you're in your particular circumstance because of somebody else. And you know what sometimes that may be the case. People people have find themselves where they are sometimes because they've had terrible parents or you know uh, I just people that have uh, you know made them victimized them over something violently or some other some other way. And there's realities, but to say that we don't have a role or a responsibility in that is not helpful. Not only is it not helpful, It's also harmful, not just that it's not productive. It's actually very harmful to our overall um, well-being and what we can actually learn to grow and to accomplish and to achieve if we just walk through that fire. Without blaming someone else, without demanding someone else make it right, pay for it, whatever, socialism says, hey, not your problem, not your fault. In fact, it's some billionaire's fault. He or she should pay for it. Anyway, talk a little bit more about Bernie, about uh, the appeal, I guess, of socialism, even though, again, to some degree, I don't understand it. But to another extent, I understand it, I think, pretty well. So we'll talk about this when we return. Again, Bernie Sanders winning last night, the primary in New Hampshire, but only kind of because he walks away with the same number of delegates as Pete, uh, Pete Boot Edge Edge, as they're now telling me how to say that. But gotta take a time out. You're listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk, also known as Radio Safe Space. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com/huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely. And I think they can help your team, too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at SalesArbiter.com today. Welcome back. So, talking about the appeal here. Again, my wife last night as we're watching these returns come in. And she's right in a lot of sense, in a a big sense, in a a sense that's based in reality. What is the appeal of some guy going up on stage? Looks like he just rolled out of the rack, his hair's standing up, hunched over the microphone, yelling at everything. (laughs) What, What is the appeal about this? The appeal... The appeal is that it's someone else's fault. The appeal is that it's someone else's problem. Now, I know the people that are hearing my voice this morning, the vast, vast – there might be some that that are appealed or I should say that find socialism appealing or liberalism appealing. This argument that someone it's someone else's problem and therefore their responsibility to, to step in and to fix your circumstances, but the vast, vast, vast majority of you don't look at life this way, right? I mean, there's there's definitely times when someone is at fault. I'm not saying that someone is never at fault uh, for something that happens. Of course, that's true. But in a general sense, in a general sense, um, we're responsible first and foremost for us, but there's a group of of Americans, and I, you know, you can you can chalk this up to a lot of things. I, maybe it's just simply that they uh, they want things that they don't they don't have. Maybe it's they're angry and jealous of someone who has money. Maybe it's that they've struggled and they just simply don't know how to get out of that struggle or to to I don't know to succeed I understand that to a point but don't buy into a lie and think that that's the way out there's one person on this planet that cares most about you and your circumstances there's one person on this planet that's uniquely positioned to help you to help me with our circumstances and that's the person that looks back at us when we look in the mirror in the morning. That person cares the most. That person is uniquely gifted uh, the most to address those things that come that come our way. And some of this is rooted in my, in my Christian worldview. I mean I believe that we all are, as the founders did. I should point out that we're all created in the image of God and that we are created with certain unalienable rights. That among those are life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. We are God-breathed. We are, we are a reflection. We're a reflection of the creator of this universe, right? That's, that's a powerful, powerful thing. That's much more powerful than trusting Bernie Sanders. We can trust the God of this universe. We don't – that's another reason why socialism doesn't appeal to me is because I don't need – I don't need another God, folks, I don't need that role has already been filled, right? I don't need government to be my god. I just need government to do some basic things that allow interaction on planet Earth to be, you know, governed to some degree, without taking away choice and everything from everyone else, without micromanaging their lives, without coming up with some sophisticated system uh, of, of taxation and you know, putting the burden of cost of managing government more and more on people who produce instead of teaching, uh, and, and instead of creating an environment where people can learn how to produce more and more on their own, we penalize people who produce more and all this kind of stuff. And I don't, I just don't look at it that way, but people do, people do, unfortunately. And those are the people that are in that Bernie Sanders crowd. Someone else has to provide for me. Provide something for me, free education, free health care, free whatever, food, housing, free job, free, maybe no job. Maybe they like the universal basic income, and they say, let's just not give a basic income. Let's just say everything we need comes from the government. Why can't we do that? I'm telling you, Bernie starts saying that today, they'll be cheering for that. That's right. Darn right. Forget about $15 an hour. What about $65 an hour? What about... Making everything free, and I just walk around and get whatever I want. I mean, if we're gonna live in fantasy world, let's just jump head first into it. That's the way I look at it. In fact, I remember when I remember listening to Rush at one point why why stop at fifteen dollars? I think he did this with the caller. Why not make the minimum wage twenty dollars? Well, maybe we could do that. The caller says, oh, let's do twenty five. Well, that seems like it's getting a little bit too much. Well, wait a minute, why is twenty five too much for making up arbitrary numbers here. If we're saying that someone is just simply worth something and that someone else has to pay them that simply because they walk into their business and say, I want a job, why stop at 25? Why not 50? Why not why not 1,000? Why not just make everything free? Why not de- declare cancer and death illegal? Why not do all these things? And there's people that buy into the notion that's hyperbole, but they buy into a degree of that. They buy into a degree of that that says, Someone else is responsible, and that if we somehow put people in power in government to determine, you know, they're they're manipulating the details, and oh, this person's responsible for this, and we're gonna give this to you and all that, that seems right and fair and just to them. Plus, it also addresses their immediate gratification. That's something that this culture, culturally, um, we we've come accustomed to. And there's nothing wrong. With with wanting things quickly, but to demand it and to ma- demand that someone else pays for it, to think that I'm entitled to it, that's something altogether different. Anyway, I have to take a time out. Maybe a little bit more on this. <clears throat> Excuse me when we get back, because I think this is an important thing to kind of dissect and break apart and think about as we look at really what's happening here in the Democrat Party. Democratic Party, for those that get upset about that. Um, I have a a soundbite I want to play from Chris Hayes of MSNBC sometime as well. That may have to come after the top of the hour. So apologies for that. I didn't plan to talk quite so much about this, but I think it's important. I think it's important to understand who who we're dealing with, what these folks are drawn to in a candidate Bernie Sanders. So maybe talk a little bit more about that when we get back. You're listening to conservative, not bitter talk, where I have to tell you that listening can cause you to lean to the right so be careful out there this morning back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com/huff. That's the number 4 patriots with an s.com/huff and see the current list of specials, but hurry these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriotscom slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. After the top of the hour, I'm going to play this soundbite from, from Chris Hayes at MSNBC. Uh, Chris Hayes is a, another radical leftist. He is um <laughs> he's kind of giving a pep talk to the crowd. He's giving a pep talk to his audience. This was actually recorded. You don't have to do this after the after the top of the hour because it's going to be a couple minutes. Uh maybe four minutes or so. I want you to hear. I want you to hear his analysis and interpretation of events and how he tries to rally the troops here because the democrats are in disarray right i mean you look at this they they thought that trump was going to be taken out of the white house in handcuffs that he was going to find himself in an orange jumpsuit not to be confused with hillary's orange pantsuit he was going to be ushered out of the white house um go straight to prison maybe even face the death penalty who knows some folks probably cheering for that for all we know that was back to russian collusion that didn't happen ukraine all these things he's there's been probably a dozen different reasons they tell us he should be impeached none of this is he's been impeached by the by the house but he was not found guilty he was actually acquitted by the senate just recently right all this stuff happening it's supposed to be a kind of a seminal pinnacle moment here for the democratic party head into iowa they can't even count votes i mean really they can't we still don't even know what iowa's results are unmitigated disaster so we go through that last week then this week we go to new hampshire right we think that some folks are going to probably uh, we're we're going to learn more about the state of the Democratic Party and who the front runners are and so forth. And to an extent, we know who those folks are. But when you look out into the distance just a tiny bit, um, you know you can see that Bernie's in a good position, but at the same time, and Elizabeth Warren's fallen off the uh, you know off the radar screen almost completely. Her and Biden. But if if polls are correct, and I always preface that because who the heck knows. But if polls are correct, Biden might do well in both New Nevada and South Carolina. He might actually catch up. Buttigieg is down there, um, you know, in maybe fifth in one in uh, South Carolina, I believe. Folks are raving about Klobuchar, but she's off the radar in other parts of the of the country. The establishment Democrats, establishment elitist leftists They don't want Bernie. They don't want an open socialist. We saw this play out in 2016. Superdelegates doing everything in their power to make sure Bernie didn't get the nomination. Now we're heading to a scenario where we might have someone, we might not know who the nominee is heading into the convention this summer. And what happens? What happens if no one has enough? And someone else has chosen over Bernie again. I was asked the question yesterday, would they consider nominating someone like Michelle Obama, for example? I put nothing past these folks. They'll do anything to prevent the establishment Democrats, anything to prevent Bernie Sanders from being their candidate. But still a long way to go on that. Got a lot of races left. You look at money, that's another indicator Uh, based upon the emails I get from the Biden campaign. I, I have never seen something as pathetic. As some of these emails that I get. Anyway, I got to take a time out. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, Patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriotscom slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. Welcome back. So there are people... There are people out there that look at the job of government to to fix their problems. I know this sounds this sounds foreign to someone who's a true conservative uh you know individual, someone who finds that life is best lived when we take responsibility for ourselves, which I think is the this is the way we're supposed to live, by the way. Take responsibility for ourselves. But there are some out there who refuse to accept that anything is their responsibility and fault? And yes, it is uh, appealing for them to hear Bernie Sanders tell them that basically that's not true. That the government needs to step in, needs to make these things right, need to make someone else pay for them, provide them, all this sort of stuff. So that's kind of the mindset of those who are supporting Bernie Sanders. Anyway, more on this as we get to the second hour. See you on the other side of the hour. In just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4 slash huff, that's the number 4, Patriots with an S.com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today.